Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 27 of my Raising Young Athletes podcast. This is the third of five episodes in which I'm exploring with you the do's and don'ts of sport parenting. In other words, what sport parents should and shouldn't do with themselves, other parents, coaches, and their children. The topic of today's podcast is do's with coaches. The coaches of your young athletes have a huge impact on them in so many ways, both related and unrelated to their sports participation. Coaches affect your children physically, psychologically, emotionally, and socially. Given the breadth of that influence, you want to make sure they're your allies in helping your children achieve their athletic goals. If any conflict, discomfort, or tension exists between you and their coaches, your young athletes will certainly sense it and it will interfere with their enjoyment, performance, and progress in their sport. Conversely, when you and their coaches stand shoulder and shoulder in support of your young athletes, your children will likely experience enjoyment and success in their sport and in the game of life. An anonymous quote, our coach leads by example, is dedicated and determined, teaches teamwork, motivates and listens, builds character, challenges and develops, and is committed to our team. He is our biggest fan. First, you want to be allies with the coaches of your young athletes. The parent-coach relationship is a vital, yet sometimes tenuous, connection to children's athletic lives. The degree to which parents and coaches can collaborate and communicate, all with the best interests of the young athletes in mind, can often determine the experiences the children have in their chosen sport. You want to do everything you can to align your own needs and goals for your children with those of their coaches, with the intention of making sure that both of your efforts work in harmony in maximizing your young athletes' enjoyment and development in their sport. Your children's coaches also work very hard for them, and especially at the lower levels of sports, they either volunteer their time or receive very little pay for their commitment of time and energy. As such, they deserve your respect, kindness, support, and appreciation. And if they view you as their ally, they're much more likely to ally themselves with you, all to the benefit of your children. You can facilitate a strong relationship between yourself and your children's coaches by sharing with them your goals for your children's sports participation and listening to their own goals for your children. If you and they are philosophically aligned, you provide your young athletes with a solid foundation from which they can pursue their sports goals. From the legendary John Wooden, a good coach can change a game. A great coach can change a life. Importantly, you want to leave the coaching to the coaches. When your children immerse themselves in a sport, you naturally want to help them develop as much and as quickly as you can. And in this age of everyone can be an expert by reading articles online and watching videos of YouTube, it's easy to persuade yourself that you know enough about a sport to provide good coaching to your young athletes. But unless you have actual competitive or coaching experience in a sport, you're really just fooling yourself. And in doing so, you're actually interfering with rather than facilitating your children's athletic development for several reasons. First, you'll probably give them bad instruction or feedback that isn't appropriate for their level of development. Second, correct or not, your feedback will muddy the waters of the instruction that their coaches are giving them, rendering it either confusing at best or ineffective at worst. 
Third, you undermine your children's confidence in your coaches because you're sending them the message that you don't trust them to do their job. And to be honest with you, the chances are your kids don't want to be coached by you. So please, leave the coaching to the coaches. Remember, they're the experts. They know what they're doing. And at a practical level, you're paying them to coach your children. So let them. Also, support your children's coaches. Coaching isn't an easy job. Coaches have a lot on their plates, including planning practices, scheduling competitions, organizing travel, getting equipment, raising money, collaborating with the rest of the coaching staff, and yes, dealing with parents. Oh, and they also have to actually coach your children. Given the commitment that your family is making to your children's sport and how busy their coaches are, you should give them any support they need so they can do their job the very best they can. I encourage you to look for all of the ways you can support your children's coaches, and then, either just you or in collaboration with other parents, unburden them of as much as you can so you can free them to do what they're fundamentally there to do, namely, to develop young athletes and good young people. Some of the responsibilities you could assume might include scheduling travel, bringing drinks and snacks to practices, loading and unloading equipment, packing a lunch for them, the list goes on. Here's a simple calculus. More free time and fewer responsibilities for your coaches equals more time and more energy devoting to coaching your kids. Next, communicate with your children's coaches. One of the great gifts you can give your children in their athletic lives are positive and healthy relationships with their coaches in which there are open lines of communication in both directions. Effective communication is beneficial to your young athletes in two ways. First, your children's coaches get to know and see them in ways that you don't. Your children are very likely to behave, interact, and perform in sports differently than they might with your family or at school. When they share their observations about your kids with you, their coaches see them through an entirely different set of lenses that can actually enrich your own view of your children and help you to better understand who they are and in doing so, respond better to their needs and goals. For example, on the affirming side, you may hear about a child, that is to say, your child, who is far more confident and resilient than you've come to know at home or at school. Conversely, on the disappointing side, you may also hear about a child, again yours, who is less attentive and respectful than you've come to know. In either case, you can use this information to paint a more realistic portrait of your children with the benefit that you're better able to meet them where they are rather than where you think they are or where you wish them to be. Second, your children's coaches only see them in a very narrow setting, namely at practice and in competitions. As such, they may develop an impression of your young athletes that's based on limited information that might also result in a less than accurate representation of who your children are. You can help both their coaches and by extension your children by helping their coaches develop a more broad, deeper, and nuanced view of who they are. You can also keep coaches informed and up-to-date on relevant issues happening outside of your children's athletic lives. For example, their coaches may, at one practice, see an athlete who's unusually frustrated and angry. But if you let them know that there's considerable conflict at home, or they're having challenges at school, then the coaches can act appropriately with empathy, support, and encouragement. From the legendary basketball coach, Mike Krzyzewski, effective teamwork begins and ends with communication. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 27 of my Raising Young Athletes podcast. 
Be on the lookout for episode 28 in the near future.